Welcome to Blind Spots, a podcast where we're helping you fill the gap between what you want to do with your money and what you actually do. We are professional investors, writers, and financial planners helping you navigate the complexities of finance to optimize what you can control and cut out the rest. Join your host, Nick Shermans and Aaron Varghese, as we discuss the questions and nuances surrounding everyday money management. Investment advisory services offered through Pure Portfolios, a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Nick Shermans and Aaron Varghese work for Pure Portfolios. Any opinions expressed by Nick and Aaron or any podcast guest are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pure Portfolios. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax professional. Clients of Pure Portfolios may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. This information is not an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blind Spots. We were recently scrolling through Twitter and came across a tweet that said, working with a client who retired from their job at ages 62 recently, they are planning on COBRAing at $1,800 a month for healthcare. Walked them through the state-sponsored exchange option, and with some income minimization strategies, they're now paying $81 a month. So this caught our eye, something that we do for clients, and we wanted to break down the strategy and we want you to take away from this episode how the strategy works and who it is best for, because it's not for everyone. So if you want to save money on taxes, if you want to lower your health insurance premiums, listen up. So just as a blaring disclaimer before we get into this, the compliance heads are listening. This is not advice. This is not specific investment advice. We are not telling you what to do. This is just one strategy of many. And we just want to spark the conversation. So if you are working with an advisor, ask them about it. If you're not working with an advisor, do some research. And if you have questions, reach out to us. So I'm I'm a a learner in this space. I'm actually looking forward to this one because I don't have to talk that much. And two, I've got some personal experiences and this topic really resonates with me, which I'm happy to share later. But for for those that um are listening, who who is this really for? Who are we talking to? So this episode is for someone who is retiring early and by early we mean pre-65 before you are eligible for Medicare. And specifically, this is for the person who has- Just multiple pots of money. Like you have a 401k that you rolled over to an IRA, you might have a Roth IRA. And then the most important piece for the purposes of this call would be after-tax money, a taxable account, a trust that's basically money you've paid taxes on that you've invested, that's what we're talking about. So a person Mm -hmm. with those two or three pots of money the biggest cornerstone piece being the after-tax money. Nick, why don't you first tell us your personal story and experience with the healthcare system? Because it's a mess. There's a lot of options. It can be super overwhelming and stressful. So tell us about your experience. Yeah, so I think there's a couple of things here. One, this is a very um, hot topic for those that are about to retire, right? Like you've worked your whole life, 
if you work for a company or you had your own company, chances are you had health insurance through your employer, okay? Those are pretty easy and frictionless, right? You might pay a small cost. Most companies pay a good chunk of their employees' health care, but regardless, it was, it was pretty easy to navigate. A point of stress out of almost every retiree that we talk to, so, so someone that's about to retire, is how they're going to fill the gap between their previous employer insurance, private insurance, and Medicare. So Medicare kicks in at 65. If you retire before 65, there's, there's this gap where you need to find private insurance. And Aaron's question was my personal journey. So prior to launching Pure Portfolios, I was a corporate employee, had a corporate employee health plan. When I launched, I, I didn't make money for probably a year and a half. So I had to go out and find private insurance through a healthcare exchange. And I worked with an insurance consultant, insurance broker, and they gave me various options, but it was really up to me to compare policies, to vet them, pros and cons based on what was important to my family. And it was a very interesting time for me because I had a young daughter, I think my oldest now, who's eight, she was two at the time. And my wife was, pregnant or my middle daughter was about to be born. So, so it was a very crucial time for my family to have health insurance. And I can tell you, I was overburdened. I was dealing with public exchange employees. This was back in 2016. So the public exchanges were still pretty new and they were figuring out bugs on their site. They were overcharging us. They, they didn't have any comparison tools. It was just a, it was a very confusing labyrinth to navigate. And so I, I empathize with those folks that are about to retire that are trying to solve this equation because it's not straightforward. There's, there's misinformation everywhere. Everybody ha has an opinion. And so what, what we hope to do is to bring clarity and provide you a framework for helping you navigate this confusing space. Yeah, health insurance is a really big part of what keeps people at their current employment. I've read a lot about the impact that health insurance and health care has on employees' ability to move to different employers, because it really does carry a lot of weight. Like you said, it was a stressful and big part of starting Pure Portfolio. So. Well, and, and we've even met people who are ready to retire, and they're, let's say they're 62, and they're ready to retire. They, they, they have the means. We've run a financial plan for them, and everything looks great. They're actually staying at work for three more years until they turn 65 because they're so petrified of finding private insurance. It's that scary to people. So mm -hmm. again, what, what we're trying to do is to provide some clarity in a, in a confusing space. And hopefully this helps you lower your tax rate and save money on your health insurance premiums. Yeah. So real quickly, we're just going to run through the different options for healthcare that early retirees have. So there's always the classic option of COBRA for 18 months after you have left your employer. This is often pretty expensive, about 15 to $1,500 to $2,000 a month, roughly depending. There's Medicaid. You could pick up a part-time job, get benefits through that job, potentially get on a spouse, spouse's healthcare uh, or health insurance. There's private health insurance, as we've alluded to, and then there's also the public market. So 
So that's clear as much. Options. Clear as much. Yeah, yeah. As a financial planner, I am often reading about all of these kinds of things, and I stumbled upon a blog that just kind of posed the question, like, who came up with our healthcare system? Like, was it Ticketmaster? Because Ticketmaster <laughs> is so known for like their nickel and diming of you know when you go through the checkout, there's just nothing is just cl clear. So I thought that was fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, back to my personal story, like I've, I consider myself an astute person, I can find information, I'm not helpless, but it seemed like every person I talked to talk, you know, I'm speaking about the public exchange or the insurance broker, like they had a different answer for me, or they didn't mm -hmm. had a different path for me. It's like, none of this makes sense. I've talked to three different people and you're giving me three different paths. I mean, usually when you talk to three different people, two might say a variation of the same thing. One might be kind of off the rails. They were all off the rails. So it left me more confused than when I started. So with this strategy specifically that we are talking about today that uses this income minimization strategy, what are some of the benefits of using the strategy? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to rephrase that. So how can someone, okay, so let's take the, let's take the income piece first, right? Mm -hmm. So say someone is 62, they've got an IRA, they have a Roth IRA, they have a pot of taxable money. How can that person, that 62-year-old that just retired, how can they minimize their tax rate the first year that they retire? How, how, can they, how can they reduce their taxable income? By delaying their Social Security until a later date, okay? By not taking any money out of their IRAs. By delaying a pension, so if they're owed a pension, deferring that until they're after 65. By not doing a Roth conversion. So all of these things that I just rattled off, you're, you're fine to do those things, but do them after you're on Medicare, after 65. And the reason that we say that is because the gist of this whole strategy is to reduce your income enough so that you qualify for the Affordable Care Act tax credits or premium subsidies. That's the whole gist of this strategy is to get your income low enough so that you qualify for those. Right. So the next question would be, okay, Nick, I'm 62. I stopped working. I still need to live off my portfolio. I still need money out of my portfolio, right? Where do those funds come from? Okay. The, the key component of this strategy, like I mentioned at the top, is the after-tax account, the taxable monies. That's where the funds, that's where the distributions need to come from, at least until you're 65. So we're kind of in this danger zone, this, this zone from early retirement, you know, that could be 55, that could be 60, that could be 64 for you. Between that time that you retire, prior to 65, take the funds out of the taxable account until you're 65 and on Medicare. That's how you minimize your income to qualify for lower health insurance premiums. Yeah, so specifically with the income levels, we're recording this in 2022, so they're gonna change all the time, but essentially the in order to qualify for the tax credits or premium subsidies, your income needs to be, and this is another convoluted thing to look at, but 138% to 400% of the federal poverty level. So that translates to in 2022 for just a single person household, having your income between about 18,700 a year to just over 40,000 a year. So your income needs to fall under that level in order to qualify. So under 40,000, give or take. Mm -hmm. See, that's another stupid thing. Like why why wouldn't the government just say that? Your income needs to be between 18 <laughs> and 40,000 rather than 118% to 400% of the federal poverty. Like, what is that? I don't know how often the federal poverty level 
changes, but they probably just have those percentages in place so that when it does change, they don't have to continuously update those specific numbers. Okay. So let's assume <laughs> you are taking money out of your taxable account. You're under 65. You've got income under the federal poverty level of, of roughly 40,000. Where would a person turn to buy health insurance? So it depends what state you live in, because there are state run and there are federally run exchanges. So if your state runs its own exchange, that's where you would go. If it does not, then the feds step in and they have their own federally run exchange. So 33 of the 50 states have the federally run exchange, but there are 17 other states plus the District of Columbia that run their own exchanges. Okay, so there's so another could, piece to the puzzle. <laughs> right. So could you put the links in the podcast of where someone would go to see if their state has an exchange or if they have to go through mm -hmm. a federal exchange? Yep. That'll be all down there. Cool. So let's let's summarize this. Let's let's put a bow on this because Aaron and I are trying to hit the high points. You know, there's there's a bunch yeah. of nuance, which is why we say you should talk to your advisor. But it should be pretty obvious based on our qualifying factors. If you are retired before age 65, if you have a taxable investment account, and that's pretty much it, right? Like that's that's the two qualify that's the two main qualifiers. And your income is low enough to right. to qualify. Right, but we're saying that a retiree does have control of where they take funds out of, and there are tools at your disposal to minimize your income so you do qualify for lower health insurance premiums. And this can be a really nice mm -hmm. boost for someone, especially if you're retiring early. So say you want to retire yeah. at 55. That's 10 years where you're basically living off your taxable money, mitigating and, 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 and minimizing your taxes at the same time you're saving a boatload of money on your health insurance and that that can create a nice cushion for when you do get on medicare like you're not blowtorching two grand a month to cobra mm -hmm. or to some other private insurance plan that's that's money that goes in your pocket let's say you save two grand a month for 10 years i mean that's that's a couple hundred thousand dollars that that's meaningful and you don't mm -hmm. even need an opinion on what the market does next that's optimizing the things that you can control which is a big focus for us at Pure Portfolios. Yeah, that would be a huge win. And in addition to that, because you're taking it out of the taxable account, you're also saving on taxes because you don't have that large taxable income that you might have if you were taking money or distributions out of, say, an IRA. It's a double benefit. Lower your taxes, mm -hmm. save money on health care. Let's go. Yeah, I think that that just about wraps it up. So it's a complicated strategy, or it can be. Healthcare is not black and white. There's a lot of different options. So there's always questions that people have that arise from these kinds of conversations. So reach out to us at Insight at Peer Portfolios or reach out to your trusted advisor if you have questions. We'll see you in our next one.